Hey seekers, I hope that you all have been enjoy have been enjoying the with his right hand um, devotional that we recently completed. Um, this week we will be uploading part two. Well, not necessarily part two, but the the second week of the devotional, so you can catch up uh, with the remainder of your family. Um, as you already know, uh, um, as I believe I've shared it several times throughout. Um, the devotional series. I am, of course, grateful grateful for you all. I'm grateful for the change that has occurred, um, for the growth, for the mindset difference that I was able to develop um, through this um, through this devotional. Um, I even go back and sit and listen to <laughs> some of the episodes uh, because there were some things or some um, insights that actually came on the spot. But I shall digress. This week, again, you will begin to hear part two or week two of the With His Right Hand um, devotional. I pray that it blesses you and continues to bless blesses you for the years to come. Share with a friend, share with your family. Um, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook at Insights to Strength. Well, here is week eight, entitled The Gospel. Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the word of God help you to identify your strengths and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. We are back. We back. We are back. I hope you all have enjoyed your week off. Um, I slept in a lot more <laughs> over the last couple of days. But good morning to you all. I'm excited to be back for this next installment. This will be our final week. We completed, uh, well, last week was our week off, but the week before that, um, we finalized our first full week of devotions where we talked about wisdom and we talked about the things that we know. Um, we did a little diving into, um, you know, what it is that you believe that God is calling you to do. Um, uh, we talked about our gifts, right? Several different things on all those um, devotionals are yet still on um, our Insights to Strength page. So don't worry. I don't plan on taking them off. I will organize them, though, for the, like the first week, you know, first week, second week. Um, so um, I'm just governing us with our morning announcements. And because it's been a week, maybe we are getting people who are just now joining on um, into the second week. And again, that's all good in the hood, right? Um, so I'll, uh, just give a little touch up as to what it is that we do when we do come together. And we spend the first couple of minutes typically from 5.30. Um, I usually start at 5.30, between 5.30 and 5.45, but 5.30 is the goal, right? We, um, spend the first few minutes in prayer and then we hop right into, um, the actual devotional. If you, again, are just joining us and you have not had the opportunity to, you know, get your um, get your devotional copy, your PDF, first of all, it's free. 
So you can go onto our website at imjlove.com and you can retrieve your PDF there. It's at you scroll to the bottom of the page, you will see this big beautiful ebook cover um, in purple. And yeah, just click it, download it, and it will send it to your email. If you don't want to do that because you're not tech friendly, feel free to inbox me um, either here or on our, on our Instagram page, and I will be sure to get those things over to you. All right. So here we are. We want to jump right into it per usual. Um, and on this one, we just thank you, Father God for what it is that you have done. Thank you for sleep, um, for covering us throughout the night, making sure no heart, harm, or danger comes nigh our dwelling or came nigh our dwelling, God. We are thankful for who it is that you are to us and the things that you have taught us thus far. Hallelujah. Lord, there is nobody like you. No one can do the things that you do. We are so grateful that there is nothing that can come against us to separate us from the love of God. Father, we are thankful for your son who has died on the cross for us. Hallelujah. We are thankful for the Holy Spirit who comes to teach us and bring revelation to all things, oh God. We thank you for the clarity. Lord, we thank you for the word of God that is the gospel. For without the gospel, we would not be. So as we go through um, about today's devotional and throughout the day, Father God, we thank you for hiding the word in our hearts that we might not sin against you. We thank you, God, for the individual that we will come in contact, who we are able to share your word with or a brief word of encouragement, oh God. Lord, we thank you for giving us what to say wording our mouths continuously so that our conversations are like you are pleasing to you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray, amen and amen. Typically, uh, you all, I uh, put the scripture or the basis of our scripture on the screen, and I did not do that today. So I am pulling that up for us right now. Um, okay, and it it's going to read from the Amplified Version. First Peter verses 25 through 26 and it's hold up uh, verse 25 I'm sorry but the word of the, but the word of the Lord endures forever and this is the word the good news of salvation which was preached to you that's from the amplified version um um if you're on with us just say good morning hey y'all hey I'm not af afraid to interrupt the live to um, converse. Okay, so here we go. But the word of the Lord endures forever, and this is the word by which by by which the gospel is preached unto you, right? For this cross-referencing, because I love to cross-reference, right? It says, for this is the reason the gospel was preached even to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged according to them in regard to the body, but live but live, I'm sorry, according to God in, in regard to the spirit. All right, and that's come, that verse actually comes from 1 Peter 4 and 6. So the gospel, which is the good news, uh, the gospel, also known as the good news, is first is that Christ Jesus died on the cross for us, right, for the sins of the world, and that he was raised from the dead on account of our justification, and that by, by him all who believe are justified from all things. That's the gospel. So as we go from the scripture, 
um, and it says, but the word of the Lord endures forever. We're going to break it, take the scripture and we're going to break it down because this is what we do. We breaks it down over here. <laughs> and so, of course, um, um, the word endure, right? We're going to um, break down, not necessarily break it down, but we're going to give you a definition for it. And it says, uh, the word of the Lord endures forever. Let's break that. So endure means to suffer, right? And suffer, and suffer is something painful or difficult. And to endure that means that we are doing so patiently this is what we call in the church for our churchy folks the go through okay it also means endure to remain in existence or to last it is derived from the latin language meaning in hard okay this scripture is located in the new testament okay and so which means that it was also written in the greek and endure in the greek means to suffer to tolerate to withstand or resist now, for context of what's going on here in First Peter, verse 25, because it's actually one of the last scriptures. For context, Peter, who's an apostle, sent message to the elect, which, which are those that are chosen, chosen by God, who, lives, who were living as exiles to be, through the Holy Ghost, right? These exiles were to be obedient uh, to Jesus Christ. And he blesses God for choosing us to be born again. Right. Reborn means to be spiritually transformed, renewed or set apart for God's purpose. OK, they, the elect, um, are being protected and they are being shield, shielded by the power of God through our faith or through the faith during that time, during, during their faith. So it was revealed to the prophets that the grace was not meant uh, for themselves and their time, but for it was meant for us. Right, because they 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 were learning the laws of grace and all the things, but it was meant for us in the death, resurrection, and glorification of Jesus Christ. Now, grace is something that is absolutely essential uh, to a man's salvation or to man's salvation. And so, how can how is it that one can be saved and be saved for years, right? Be saved for years and not understand how um, how grace and the sufficiency uh of it works for you hmm? how, how can how can that be can i uh share with you all that that's actually a confession to me hmm? where i had been saved before i learned um about grace and actually what it is and what it's meant to be and all the things um i did not i denied myself right I deny myself the protection of grace because I was unable to receive. I'm talking with my hands a whole lot. I was able to receive what was rightfully mine um, because I didn't want to abuse or exploit grace. How about it? Right? I didn't I didn't want to do that. Um, so in doing so and denying or not necessarily denying, but not my lack of understanding of what gra what grace was, I denied it altogether and I suffered even longer so i endured hardships longer than i had to um and i persecuted myself <laughs> when i was making my mistakes like i held and for a very very long time held myself accountable for a lot of things and which is good right and once i one instance is good that i was holding my, myself accountable because i didn't want to take advantage of grace but it was bad in that I come down so hard on me, 
right? That I wasn't allowing uh, for the the humanity to do its own development and growth because I was like, mm -mm, I can't, I couldn't, I just couldn't accept it. So in doing that, I was grateful for a friend who one day I, we were sitting in the car and I was pouring out my heart to her and she just told me, she said, Jack, um, she said, you got to stop beating yourself up. Straight like that. Straight like that. She told me, you, you can't do this to yourself. Because it was me not giving myself the grace needed to grow was hindering me in other things in other areas. So, in cross-referencing First Peter, um, I had to go to Revelations, right? Because there's always an update to the scripture, whether it's found in the Old Testament or the New Testament. Cross-referencing shows you an update, or rather it will even show you from where it, um, from where it began, okay? So follow me. So uh, cross-referencing this with Revelations 14 and 6, it says, Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on earth, to every nation, every tribe, every language, and people. When I read that, a reckoning came. Excuse me. And that reckoning said to me this, With grace and the understanding of the gospel, we have duties. Oh, there is a responsibility. <laughs> Say to your neighbor, a responsibility. In the heavy voice, okay? In the heavy preacher voice, responsibility. <laughs> so, for this segment, for now, rather this part, you guys, seriously, let's go. I want you, if you don't already, to have them. I want you to get out your notebooks and your journals and all the things. It's okay if you want to listen in and catch it later or what have you, but... Um, get out your notebooks, your paper, your pen, whatever it is that you journal in, because we must now prepare our mind for action. With grace and with the understanding of the gospel, there is a responsibility. And those responsibilities are these things. One, we are to be completely sober. We are to fix, your, fix our hope completely on the graces of God. Uh, we are to live as obedient children. Um, we are to be holy in our conduct. We also... Um, have to purify ourselves, right? So let's dive in. And being completely sober, we are to be in spirit steadfast, disciplined spiritually, and we are to be morally alert. And fixing your hope completely on the grace of God that is coming to you when Christ Jesus is revealed, right? So fix our hope. Have be hopeful for something. Be mindful. Like look, have, having a thing to look forward to is what Jesus does for us. Okay. We are to live as obedient. The command is to live. Right. And as we live, we should do so as obedient children of God. And not to be conformed to evil desires that once governed us before we knew God. Right. So that means, um, let's see, if you used to ditch school. Right, because I have younger people too that follow me. So if he were to ditch school, we don't do we don't ditch school no more. Why? Because that is not that's not conduct of God. He needs you to get your your education right. Or uh, let's see, if you were someone who suffered with alcoholism, we will not. And he's delivered you from alcoholism. We do not expect you to go back to alcohol. We don't want you to go back to you know alcoholism or being a drunk, right? Um, that goes also in, you know, being being sober-minded and all of that. But the things that are of our flesh, if you are 
responding to your feel, your feelings instead of the word of God that is now instilled you. Those are going back to the evil desires, right? Just wanted to break that down a little bit. So be holy in conduct, right? This means to be set apart by your godly character and moral courage, right? These are, uh, this is the conflict where in church we're one way and outside of church we're a different way. Right. He wants us to be consistent in our character so that we are integral. Right. So it is written that you shall be holy for I am holy. I am set apart. Meaning I need if. If this is the world and this is Christ, he doesn't want us to be together because we were we will live together in the world. But he doesn't want us doing the same thing. So we must call those things to be separate. That's what means, that's what setting apart means, okay? Calling us to be separate. So conduct and to conduct yourself in the fear of Christ, right? And, and when we use that word fear, we are saying in the respect of him, in the reverencing of him, okay? And then by your obedience to the truth, right? You have purified yourselves for a sincere love. Okay, now James 1 and, 1 and 11 says that for the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. It blossoms and it blossoms and falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Let's break that scripture down. For the sun rises with, rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. In some contexts, the plant is the uh is the grass right so this is us going back to um our our scriptures of our initial scripture first peter um before we got down to but the word of the lord endures forever there was some other dialogue happening and that in another context the amplified version says all flesh is like grass and all its glory like the flower of grass the grass withers and the flower falls off before we got to the, the part of the Lord endures forever. That's what's happening. Right? So let's break down. All that one will fade away. All flesh is like grass. And it's glory like the flower of the grass. Grass withers. And to wither means that it becomes dry and it becomes shriveled. It will shrink and it will wrinkle. Just like us in our human form. When we begin to age, we wrinkle, right? I'm going to do a close-up. My hand did not always have this many wrinkles in it or this many lines in my hand. I've watched my hand over time. And I remember when none of this existed, right? This line or this line. Oh, wait, because I'm reading left to right. Or this line didn't exist. It was only these, oh these darker ones that were on my hand. Now I have new lines in my thumbs and in my fingers, right? All from creasing the hand so much, right? As we age, we sometimes tend to shrink in our heights, right? Just like the grass, right? Hallelujah, hallelujah. And then it says, and the flowers fall off. What is, do, in seasons change. We see them bloom, the leaves blooming, and or we see them go from these little bit of you know pieces of greenery to full-blown leaves and then when it begins to get cold and the seasons change and the fall comes all those leaves fall off the tree and then all we have are the sticks 
right? Or the branches on the tree. So now they are bare. So this is the flower or the plant. That's the it falling off, right? But the word of the Lord, it's saying that the word of the Lord endures forever is exactly that, right? The word of the Lord does not wither. It does not die out. It does not shrink and it won't die. Exact. It does the exact opposite of all those things. So it grows. It's light, right? Hallelujah. It, it, again, it does not shrink. So there's constant growth in the word. Hallelujah. There's constant blooming. Hallelujah. And it won't die because God, hallelujah, causes us to live Christ gives us everlasting it's an eternal life so the word is everlasting and it comes to give you life give life to you right i have not died in who it is that i am right i am a new person i am in a new creature in christ so the things that i knew all my evil desires those things have died and i have become a fountain right of youth and life because of the word that dwells in me or that lives in me. I like to say, I, sometimes I like to exchange that word dwell and live, although they say that they have meaning for the same thing or expression for the same thing, but to live. We understand that live is movement, it's momentum. When we say dwell, there's there's rest there. Hallelujah. But I said live. Mm -hmm. The word lives in me. So let's dive a little deeper. I'm going to take a little uh, bit of tea. Give me a second. So, um, we were cross-referencing with Revelations, right? And so, the author of Revelations is John. Give me a second. I'm going to do that again. Okay. The author of Revelations was John, right? And John, during, um, in the 14th chapter, was sharing a vision that he'd had of an angel, and that angel um, was described as someone who carried an, an eternal gospel. And I want, I'm going to repeat this, uh, this thing a couple of times that says uh, that the message the angel carried was for every nation. It was for every language and it was for all people. In knowing that and having that understanding, that means it was for everybody. So no matter how it was delivered, it was no excuse to not receive it or to not rather understand it. Okay. The message that this eternal angel carried or the angel carried an eternal gospel and it was given for every nation, every language and every people. So that is every Muslim Every person from England, um, the British, whoever received this, okay, it was meant for them. And this is what the prophet, this is what the angel um, <laughs> proclaimed, okay. That angel said in a loud voice, fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. So when this was heard, it was interpreted again in every language, for every person, and for every nation, okay? When this was heard, it was interpreted in every language, 
necessary for the receiver. Now in that same vision, um, John shared that there was a second angel that said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon, the great which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteress. That's what the second angel said, right? And remembering that the gospel means good news, even in its different forms. And you say, what? There's different forms of the gospel. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And yes, sir. I just learned this too, right? I just learned this too. So, here we go. There is the gospel of God because it originated in his love. So again, if you're taking notes, this is a note-taking part. There's the gospel of God because it originated in his love. So you can find and read more about that in Romans 1 and 1. I will provide scripture for the remainder of those as well. So the gospel of, love, of God because it originated in his love. There is the gospel of Christ. Uh, and it flows from his sacrifice and the object of faith. This can be found in 2 Corinthians 10 and 14. Right, we're talking about gospel or the good news in its many in its various forms. You have the gospel of God's grace because it saves those who whom the law curses, found in Acts twenty and twenty four. There's the gospel of the glory of Christ because it concerns Him who is in the glory and who is bringing many sons to glory. Hebrews two and ten. There is the gospel of your salvation, which is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes Ephesians um, 1 and 13 also uh, Romans 1 and 16 all right we have the gospel of peace through Christ it makes peace between the believing sinner and God and makes inward peace possible we have the gospel of kingdom and this gospel purposes purpose is to set up on the earth the kingdom of Christ in the fulfillment of the Davidic covenant you can find that in second samuel 7 and 16 the eternal gospel which is what the angel was delivering which is what the first angel deliverance was delivering so we are on number eight here is the announcement of divine judgment upon the wicked in the coming great tribulation and then we have the ninth because right, i gotta Wait, we're just gonna do this. <laughs> and then we have the ninth one, which is the good news of divine revelation. You can find that in 2 Corinthians 11, 4, um, 11, 14, as well as in Galatians 1 and 6. No gospel at all. This is no gospel at all. It's actually a perversion of the gospel of the grace of God. Whoa. All the things. And again, you can find that in Galatians 1 and 9. So I remember uh, while I studied study this, and again, let me know if there's any questions. Hold on, because I was not looking at comments if there are anybody on with us. If if there are if there are anybody on with us, pardon my English. <laughs> if there's anybody on. If not, it's all good. Okay, so um I have in my, you know, in my learnings or my dealings or what have you, I've learned that there were many dispensations of the gospel and I never really understood that. Like, what does that mean? 
now I have had the opportunity for the breakdown or to receive the breakdown. Um, I've learned that there were... Sorry. Uh, good morning, Miss Crystal. Good morning, Meemaw. Um, so they um i learned that these are the dispensations so there are uh there are nine right so in this uh to summarize all of what we've learned today is that altogether the gospel hallelujah includes various aspects of the good news of divine revelation hallelujah but grace is the basis of salvation so, so salvation so remember going back to what i said in the beginning of our um of this teaching is i denied myself grace I couldn't receive it because I didn't want to take advantage of it. I already knew that I had it, right? But I also lacked my un lacked understanding in it, right? And so, the, the again, the gospel includes various aspects of the good news of divine revelation. Grace, us having it, and for the reason for which Christ has come to us, is the basis of salvation in all dispensations. And it's under all circumstances the only way of salvation from sin the only way the no one can come to the father except through me grace we'll just be responding in our humanness and honey we would have been cut off <laughs> especially now in this day and time baby we thank god for grace can we say thank god for grace in the gospel all right so um, as I've already stated, you know, to you all, I have learned a ton from doing and kind of diving into this lesson. Um, this is what I want you all to do. So we have a writing prompt today, right? Um, and with this writing prompt, I want you all, again, our scripture basis, first Peter 20, uh, you can even do 24 and 25 cause I did hit 24. Um, uh, but what I got from this initially, not right, not through the second die, but initially, it was that there is a comfort to knowing um, that God's word, it being eternal, does not expire. Right? For me, it is a comfort to know that his word does not expire. And there's a scripture that states that God is the same uh, today, tomorrow, and forever. Right. And I believe I pretty much just paraphrased that. But he is. He has been the same. So he comes right in his correction. He comes in his love. He comes in the forms of grace. He comes, you know, with understanding and to provide you all these things. But how will you know? How will they know <laughs> who he is without the relationship of the father? Right. So in your writing prompt. I want you to share, you know, with yourself, between you and God. And if you want to share with me, hey, I'm all for it. I love strength stories, okay? So this is a form, your journal, it can be a form of your strength story. And strength stories is um, you providing what, what it is that you have learned over time, right? What is it that you're looking uh, to celebrate? Your strength story are things that you have overcome. Um, oh, okay, I wasn't meaning to go here, but I'm going to go here. Um last two weeks ago because it wasn't last week two weeks ago i had the opportunity to um share in a moment with some uh, with some youth 
and I shared with the these amazing group of, of people that they were the group that I was afraid of, right? This is my strength story, y'all, um, because they were high schoolers. Why were you afraid of them? Um, because I had watched and experienced other things happening, like within the Milwaukee public schools. Like, no, I am a small person. I'm five three. Five two and a half, and then there was just some things that I was I knew that in my flesh, I could not handle. I don't want to deal with nobody's kids talking back as an educator. I don't want to deal with your kids talking back. I don't want you know to have my life threatened in any way, shape, or form. And with that age group, usually comes those types of things, and even younger now, right? And as a result of me having those thoughts, I. Dismiss that group altogether. Like, nope, I will only work with the elementary sector of education. I'm not doing it. And even if I'm not working with elementary, I'm only, I'm specifically, I even got another subset, right, where I just want to work with special education because these are the individuals who are going to take advantage of the education. And even if they have behavior issues, I'm willing to deal with that because, you know, there is a, uh, a developmental gap there, right? There's a different type of patience that brings that comes about with me, and I express that to this group of individuals. But during that time, unknowingly and unprepared, I overcame that fear. I told them, I said, Y'all were the group I was afraid of, but the room and the atmosphere had changed so, so that I was able to share with them who I was, and they shared with me transparently who they are, right. And in that we found a commonality and we grew in those moments with each other. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And so that's my strength story today. Right? That I overcame a fear that didn't even need to be had, one. And two, what I learned from them is that I don't care how old you are. People genuinely want to be, be loved, but they also want to know that they are cared for by somebody. And even sometimes, hallelujah, sometimes being cared for by a stranger, you wouldn't know you needed that. Right? It showed the, the connectivity. Hallelujah. Of the Holy Spirit and the whole I've had to experience that twice now because it's on this past weekend I was with my friend and we were hanging out and we came across someone who was not like us and I was able to experience this this man he was just like can I hug y'all and of course you know we all here for the hug yeah come on hug right hug is a form of love for me it's it's um it's a form of ministry all right I come to learn over time for me Right, there's strength in the hug, there's love in the hug, there's concern, there's care, there is comfort, there is, uh, uh, you get, some people get to melt in a hug. And this man was so happy to see us and was so grateful. Again, another stranger. And in that moment, that peace of a moment, I was able to share the gospel with him. How do you share the gospel without speaking the word of God? You show it through your character. I don't care what it is that you look like on the outside. I never know what, what people are dealing with internally. 
And if all that man needed for that day to get through for another year was a hug, why not give it? That is the gospel. Because if he is to see me again, he will remember that I took time for him. Come on. Come on. Some people are disregarded for many, many reasons. For many reasons. And we overwhelm it in the church and shun them for whatever reason instead of doing what Christ did and accept it for who they are, where they are. The teachability comes along the way. I didn't become this and who I am in a day's time. This has come over years. Okay? So remember that. Sharing the gospel isn't always toting around your Bible, bashing people over the head. Gospel is in conversation because through you, Christ will speak if you allow him to have his way. Okay, so again, going back to knowing how comforting it is to know that the word of God does not expire. Choose to share the gospel in whichever way God has given to you today. And I want you to, again, write about this. How do you feel about his word? What from the word or from this, this little piece of devotion today can you immediately go out and apply so that someone else's life is changed? Because this question, and I, I can't get the rhythm of it to save my life, but this question for two weeks now has been pondering who it is, and you have to know who it is and what you do it for. Who it is and what you do it for. You have to know that. Because it's, if it's for anything other than God getting the glory, dear heart, your, your motive, you have to check your motives for now. You have to do that and do that immediately because if you do not check your motives, oh, there is going to be a reckoning to come that one is not prepared for. So even, um, not again, because we are in our part two of this devotion, in our first seven days, several of the devotions that I didn't readily realize talked about the the checking of motives. It talked about being integral. It talked, it talked about character. But it's reflection. We have to reflect on ourselves so that Christ can come in and change us. Okay. In addition to writing about how God's word makes you feel, I want you also to consider uh, which dispensation of the gospel have you experienced outside of grace, right? I gave to you nine different uh, forms of the gospel. And so for me, um, I have personally experienced uh, the gospel of God, the gospel of Christ, the gospel of God's grace, the gospel of the glory of God, the gospel of the salvation and the power of God. Um, I have experienced the gospel of peace and the gospel of the kingdom is one that I carry probably predominantly. Good morning, Ethan. Good morning. 
right? And I've experienced the good news of divine revelation, right? Hallelujah. I also have carried to the eternal gospel. So which dispensation have you experienced for yourself? Write about that. I'll make sure I'll um, put the promptings on here um, afterwards, after we are done, just so that you all can come back and look at it. But I thank you so much. Again, I learned a quite um, quite a bit from this devotional myself. And it is my hope that as a result of hearing today, hearing today's devotional, um, that you also become a doer. So not don't just hear what I said. Now it's time for you to have uh, applicability. You have to go and apply this somewhere in your life. Okay? And if it starts with the writing prompt, that's cool. But then after that writing prompt... Find it to find it to share. Find a reason to share it somewhere else, right? Um, so becoming a hearer and a doer. As always, y'all, I want you to keep praying, keep pressing, and stand tall. I love you all with the love of the Lord. With the love of the Lord. I love y'all. Talk with y'all later. Tomorrow, I am in here. 5.30, between 5.30 and 5.45 a.m. We will dive into day number nine. Talk to you later. Ciao. Hey Seekers, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You could even send a voicemail by clicking the link in our show notes. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Insights to Strength. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.